millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Ponies and Tools podcast. I'm Jordan. And my name is Jason. This is the podcast where two dads talk about all of their lives to do with children. All of their lives to do with children. Specifically, our children. Absolutely, just our children. So, Jason, we're back in the uh, back in the garage this week. Well, we are back in on home turf after our road trip episode. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, if you heard that noise, that was my little boy. <laughs> that was brilliant. I really <laughs> hope you picked that up, but I'm not sure if it worked. So our, it's Bank Holiday Monday today, as we record this, and we've been hanging out today with our families. We have. They are currently, well, we left them in the hot tub. Yeah. And <laughs> they had parental supervision. They did. Um, but as I've just found out from that noise, they are now out of the hot tub. And they last as long as I was hoping it would. Running around. <laughs> so we've had a great day, haven't we, so far? What, a play date? But, yeah, me and you. <laughs> We did have a bit of a play date, to be fair. We did. We went to went to a soft play, didn't we? Yeah. Shout out Medieval Mayhem. Yeah, because... Um, and we, we had a race. So you've been wanting to do this for a little while. I have. So this is the soft play. has the largest slide I think I've ever seen. Wait, Indoor slide. It was it was sizable, yeah. It was, pretty, it was pretty big, wasn't it? Yeah. And I just really wanted to go on it by myself without the excuse of a child. So Jay said to me, we should have a race. To see who can get through the soft plate quickest and down the slide wins. Yeah. And there was a there wasn't many people there. There was us with our kids, there was another family, and then there were anyone else there was at a birthday party. So I said, when those kids come out for lunch, we'll have the gaff to ourselves. The gaff. The gaff. It was a good plan. It it worked. It worked. Apart from the one child. Now, have to clarify, I was winning. Well, we put out a little poll yeah. <laughs> saying, who do you think will win this race? And I'm not going to lie, this has upset me. Uh, well, I, I'm chuffed with it. 67% of people said me. The other 33% of people. And I wonder if that 67% of people think that you would win because you'd win or because you would turn to mysterious? Underhanded. Underhanded tactics. So what we did... We said, has to, <laughs> the slide was at one side, and we said you have to go to the furthest corner away and then get to the slide. Yeah. And we took our own routes. Yeah, it was a good race, to be honest. It was a great race. Great race. It was very tight, and we recorded it, so there's evidence. Yeah. We'll stick it. And then the I had the slide in sight. You were winning. And then I saw you coming right behind me, and I saw a child at the top of the slide. So at which point, I stopped <laughs> and turned back to you. Oh, you saw your moment. I did. Flung the child out of the way. <laughs> Pulling him out of the way. 30 feet off the soft play. Bless him, he's, he landed hard. And you committed to it. I, yeah. Just about, you didn't touch the kid. No, no contact was made. But he did look a little bit scared as yeah. you flew past him. He was at the top of the, the slide, turned around to see us running towards him, 
and uh, you stopped. I didn't. And just <laughs> took victory, snatched it. Yeah, to be fair, just, I concede you, you won. I, I concede that you won, though. <laughs> I went the, I, I've got the high ground. You got to the finish line first. <laughs> I went through it first. It's not who finishes first, it's how you finish. What? <laughs> uh, that child was then sick down your <laughs> I think they were traumatized. That's a true story. <laughs> he actually was sick. Maybe that's why he didn't want to go down. He felt a bit queasy. I saw him like checking over his shoulder every time he approached it. Maybe maybe he was sickened by my tactics. Oh, yeah. Maybe he just thought, oh, bleh. I mean, all the places I'd throw up as well. Like he he was at the top of the slide and you saw him peek over the edge, vom, and then just walk away. Didn't tell anyone. No. And why I'm upset is because my daughter wanted to go on the slide. She found the sick. She found the sick and she proceeded to have a meltdown at the top of that slide where then I had to climb up the whole way just to cuddle her explain, you can't you can't go in the sick in the way. <laughs> I wanna to touch the sick. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was funny. But we've also found out that my daughter, she's a very outgoing little girl. She loves people, smiles, smiles and waves at everybody. Apart from one person. She hates me. She does. She, she is like petrified of me. She honestly, she'll be having a great time. To look, and as soon as she glances at me, she freezes. Yeah, everything stops, and she just gives me the death glare. We uh, we sat down at the table to have some breakfast because we got there quite early, didn't we? And um, she just faced the other way. <laughs> just looked in the complete opposite direction. Why so bad? She was stuck on the soft play at one point. And I went to go help her, and she just burst into tears. She would rather have stayed stuck. Stayed stuck. <laughs> you said, uh, do you want me to help you? She went, no. <laughs> so that's funny. Oh, she breaks my heart. Bless her. Well, speaking of my daughter, I've got a quiz for you. Ooh. A little bit of a quiz before we get into opening questions. So my little girl is at a really good stage where she's approaching to, she can walk around. She's 17 months. 18? I don't know how she Back to the conversation last episode. And um, she's now started to kind of talk, but she's in that stage where nobody can understand a word she says. Yes. Apart from me and my wife. Yeah. Like she'll come and she go, hello, and we'll go, do you want a custard cream? She'll go, yeah. <laughs> to anybody else, not a clue. No idea. So I've got a little uh, quiz for you. Yeah. Of. How many words is that? Seven words. See if you can decipher what they are. But they're all very similar. Okay. And they're all very different in meaning. So we're going to start off with an easy one. Dada. Daddy. No. No. Uh, wrong. <laughs> That's granddad. That was supposed to be the easy one? Yeah. Okay. Dada. Granddad. <clears throat> Number two. Daddy. Is that daddy? That is daddy. That was yep. daddy. Yeah. Now we've got Dadu. So we're starting with Dada, Daddy, and Dadu. Dummy? No. Thank you. That's thank you. Yeah. Dadu. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, I see. I see where that's going. Give us something. I said, what do you say? Dadu. Yeah. Cutest thing. Uh Duddy. Is that dummy? That is dummy. Hey. Two out of four. Two out of four. Now we move to Duddy. <laughs> hey, Dougie. Dougie. <laughs> 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 
That is Dougie. They call me the baby interpreter. <laughs> baby whisper. Uh, yeah, I've avoided that one. Duck, duck. Duck, duck. Yeah. Or duck, do. Duck, duck. Duck, duck. No idea. Duck. Duck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He loves ducks. They're a favourite. Duck, duck. Yeah, I, I can see that. Last one is now a, a single duck. And you've touched on this. Dummy. No. No, I've said that one, haven't I? Uh, no idea. When you offered a help in the soft play. N- no. You're stuck. I'm stuck. Duck. Duck. Yeah. So duck, two, two duck. Because <laughs> it's stuck on the word. Duck. <laughs> so that's stuck. Two duck is duck duck. One duck is stuck. <laughs> that's brilliant. So yeah, and they all me, me and my wife had discussed this the other day. Like, all these words are exactly the same. But they all mean different things. And you can see it when people are like out with their toddlers or with friends and your, your child approaches somebody else and they say something and they just look at you like... <laughs> Interpret, please. Help. Yeah. What, what is this thing saying? <laughs> you said it's a video yesterday of, from your little boy. You can talk. He can talk very well. He can talk really well. Apart from for those 30 seconds. <laughs> I think you've just been so tired. To make sense. <laughs> You could make out like the odd word, and it was so funny. It was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't Irish. <laughs> Shout out to the Irish listeners. There's going to be an Irish listener going, Oh, God, genius. Clever boy. Should we do opening questions? Well, we've had, I've uh, got two opening questions today. First one is, uh, it's not really a question, it's more of a, a plea for help. Sounds like <laughs> there's three exclamation marks, and it just says, uh, "This is from uh, Jennifer." And it says, "Advice about chickenpox." Is she screaming that? Just as a statement? I'm guess. I'm assuming that's a question. I'm guessing her child has got chickenpox. I've had chickenpox once. I've had chickenpox once. There we go. My daughter's not had it yet though, and I'm told oh, you're supposed to try and. Make your kids catch it. Oh, uh, this is like when in COVID, when they were like, everyone catch it. Yeah, but they, they actually have like chicken pox parties. Yeah. Because getting chicken pox as an adult is quite a big deal, isn't it? Apparently. Yep. So I've been told. I think this could be completely made up. It's one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> everyone everyone knows it, but nobody knows anyone that's had it. I think it can turn into shingles. Which I don't quite shingle ladies. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I remember as a as a young boy getting chicken pox, and uh, I remember being I remember this really clearly being taken into nursery because my mum used to run the nursery. She popped in cello, I had chicken pox, but they took me home. But I got to see all the other kids as well. It was really confusing. Shame on you, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got chicken pox when I want to say I was three or four, so quite young. Yeah, and I remember being off. And we lived on the road that our school was. So everyone was walking past. Mm. And I went out to say hello to them. And we had three or four concrete steps at the end of our garden up to the gate. And when my mum said, right, let's go, my shoelace was undone. And she was stood on my lace. So I just fell down the, the concrete stairs. <laughs> well. Yeah, and I can remember that. I remember that fleeing chicken chickenpox. Yeah. It was, it was chickenpox's fault, I felt. Yeah, um, so I can't really give you any sort of uh, answer to that it's, question, it's Jennifer. One, that's the one thing that I completely dread, though. Like, I dread when or if Noah's going to get chicken pox. 
Yeah. It's like you say, though, it's one of those things, just get it out of the way. Got to get it out of the way soon, but it's like, it's supposed to be really itchy. And like, my dog can do some damage just by scratching normally. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you just like cut down the nails as that is possible? The first thing I'll be doing. File them down? Yeah, just cutting the fingers off. (laughs) There'll be no scratching here. Yeah, cutting the nails. Constant gloves. Yeah, yeah. Cutting the nails as low as as low without drawing blood. <laughs> just cutting the nails down so they don't scratch themselves and scar themselves. Yeah. We're just getting some like little toddler washing up gloves. Some weather. But they're going into surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank you, uh, thank you, Jennifer. But no, can't help you there. Our kids haven't had it. So we've got another question here from uh, Wade Potts. I'm not sure if that's your real name, Wade. I hope it is, but it sounds very similar to the main character out of Ready Player One. Really? And that's Wade Watts. Look at that. Bit of trivia for you there. Lovely. Monday. I've never heard of it. (laughs) So this question is, when your kids come home with this week's plague, what steps do you take to dodge the disease? (laughs) That is so funny. Because especially when it's, when they're going back into nurse or back into school, like, in our house, we've constantly got a cold for weeks. And it's just like a new one. As soon as you recover from the last one, you pick it up again. What do you do? You just spray them down as they come in. There's nothing you can do. Make them wear a space suit. Yeah, try try to get them to not sneeze in your mouth. It's easier said than done. One of those things that people maybe that don't have kids listen to and think, that's a silly thing to say. Yeah. It's going to happen. But it does happen. Frequently. Yeah, I think... Probably this might be we might be better off from like all the stuff we learned from COVID, mm. like the persistence of keep washing your hands constantly and after twenty seconds. And my nephews who were in school at the time when it first happened, like they all got taught how to properly wash their hands, and like that genuinely was quite a big deal because they took it all seriously. And now they now it sounds really weird, but they now know how to wash their hands to the standard that you would if you're in a hospital. Look, happy birthday to you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, after um, we've just been down the six slide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's likely we're going to get something. <clears throat> yep. Oh. So what was funny about that as well? The ladies cleaning oh. arguing amongst themselves. <laughs> the, how did you see it? So I saw them going up there and I said, there's no chance that they can clean that slide. It's so steep. <laughs> there's no way they can clean it. So I was sat at the top with my wife, consoling our two-year-old, nearly three-year-old, having a meltdown. And these two workers were just having a little bicker on the best way to clean it. And one of the one of some at the back went, oh, I'll just put the bin bag on, slide down the slide. Smear it in. <laughs> exactly. The other person was like, no. I nearly offered to do it for them. Oh. I yeah. thought, I'll, I'll do it because, not to body shame anyone, I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna leave that there. We've had a top tool come in from one of our listeners. <laughs> top tool. Yay! <laughs> Can we recover? Oh, my word. Oh, my face is hot. <laughs> so this is coming from Jade, and this is a great tool with summer just around the corner. It says, hey. <laughs> is that from the message? Or oh, I'm just still mentally replaying this scenario in my head. Before you, before you read this message, I just want to give you some news, some dad news. Oh, please do. Rescue me. Rescue me. Quite a significant moment for our family. I uh, I now wear Crocs. 
I've noticed this and I've got a, I need to get it off my chest. At what point did Crocs become cool? I don't know, but I resisted it for so long up until two days ago. Because it was always a thing that like Crocs are a no-go and then they became acceptable. Yeah. And then they became cool. Yeah. Now, I wasn't on board with acceptable. No. And so, so I, I run a youth group as part of like the church that I run and some of the youth wear Crocs. Okay. So so it's it's cool for the teenage for the kids at the moment. But my dad wears Crocs. And that was always a that's so do, so does my dad. That's that's a weird old dad thing. Yeah. And so I'm happy with the middle ground being cool for kids, cool for old people. In the middle ground you can't really put them off. But here you are. Here I am. Well, come on. What sold it for me is uh I was what 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 tell me. What uh, what thing? Has sold it for you because I could not see around there's, it. There's numerous things at the moment. So the first is the slider isn't as practical as it sounds. Well, it is though. It's exactly practical as it sounds. It I love, slides off. I love a slider. Perfect for lounge about when you've got more practical things to do. Doing a little bit of work in the garden. Running. Running. Walking up a hill. Sliders mm. aren't really no. for you. And so the extra grip at the back of a crock. Perfect. But also just as convenient. There we go. Off. And then on. But the thing that mainly sold it for me, yesterday we went out buying new shoes for my daughter and there was a pair of Crocs there. I just thought, I'm just going to try them on, see what the rave's about. It's just really comfy. Nice. My wife hates the feel of them. So she tried some and she was like, no, not about that. Good for you. On the other hand, I've embraced it. And you know what? I'm 30 next year. I'm not going any younger. Just embrace it. Embrace the aging. I'm just going to embrace the comfort living Comfort living. Comfort living. <laughs> and they're beige as well. They're not even a cool colour. Man. They are, for the listener, they are hearing a brown. <laughs> that is so accurate. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, there you go. I can't get on board with them, man. Nah. I just, that. yeah. Good for you. Do you know what? It's like everything parenting. If it works for you and you like it and it keeps you sane, you do it. Yeah, no, I'm committed to it. I'm not going to be like a croc evangelist. Yeah. Like the air fryers. But croc and roll. Croc and roll. Yeah. Do you? Well, sorry, back to the question. Back to the question I've recovered. (laughs) This is from Jade. says, hey, lads, loving the new season. You guys are absolutely smashing it. Oh, thanks, Jade. Thank you very much. I have a top tool. That has been a lifesaver this week. I've taken my 16-month-old, that's one year and four months, to his first holiday in Croyd. Where's that? Don't know. If you were to guess where Croyd is. That short form for Croydon? Going to holiday to Croydon. I'm going to go, well, we never eat, really. southeast for Croyd. Croyd? Oh, I see how it's spelled. Yep. That looks to me like... Somewhere in Cornwall. You're going for Cornwall? Well, I'll keep reading whilst Jason finds it out. Uh, one thing I really couldn't have lived without this week is tights and talcum powder. It sounds odd, but it's been so helpful. Put the talc into the tights and tie a knot. And now you have a little sack that you can rub all over your body and shoes to get rid of all the sand you've brought back with you from the beach. Plus the added bonus of super smooth skin. Can't wait for the next episode. Now... I had to clarify this for Jade. Yeah. 
So what you do, you pull the tack into the foot of the tights, tie a little knot, and then just dab it or rub it on. And you get yeah, okay. sand off. Oh. Now that could be a game changer. Oh, interesting. Tray interesting. Here's a bit of a controversial thing. Talcum powder. There is some research, and there's research for lots of things, but there was a reason why we chose not to use talcum powder. I think I think there's some pretty serious lawsuits at the moment with talcum powder, the company. Not for an un- unnecessary shade, but legitimately. there's what, Like what? There's I think just because the... I'm going to Google it before I make any outrageous like, okay. claims, but Croyd is in Cornwall. Is it? Yeah. Oh, get in. <laughs> Nailed it. So I was wrong. I was the wrong side of the country. Where did you say? Southeast. I was thinking like behind London. That's not the correct geographical term, but thinking more like towards Kent kind of way. So this is a serious, this is not a claim. I'm not going to get into trouble for this. Talc is... You just have to say allegedly. Uh, well, no, it's it's on the NHS website. So oh, wow. <laughs> Allegedly is. Allegedly <laughs> Um, no, it's there's claims that it's it causes potential risks in various things, but um, you can't just say various things. I'm gonna leave, I don't want to go too much into the weeds of this because I feel like this is this is territory that I do not know. But I remember having the conversation with them going just about tack and powder. Of, I remember as a kid fondly using it, and she was like, oh no, I read a study that you know it was unhelpful. Really? Yeah. Oh, so we we love it. I love the smell of tack. So I, I would like. If someone, one of the listeners knows, in fact, my wife will probably know. You know, you're reading it. <laughs> but like, this is one of those areas where I don't feel it's, you can form an opinion just off one thing. And this probably relates to a lot of parenting, but there's studies for lots of different perspectives and opinions. Curious. I feel like in order to form my opinion, I want to read a wide selection of studies. That being said, I'm siding with Jade. That <laughs> yeah, sounds, awesome. sounds like a great top tool. Yeah, just dab it on, get rid of the sand. Gets rid of sand from the I, beach. Yeah, I do hate sand. Yeah, I, I hate. I hate. I'm gonna say, it, I hate going to the beach. Really? Yeah. I don't like salt water. I don't like sand. That's it. It's like a pool day. Yeah, I love pool day. Oh yeah, all up for that. I love it though when you go on holiday, like a proper pre-kid holiday, yeah. and the sea is warm. Yeah, I, I'm scared of the sea. Come on now. Unless I can, well, even when I can see right through it. Just, that's what I, tingling. I think that's what I like about the sea. You'd be scared. It's just like the kind of the unknown. The unknown. Mm. You never know. I just, yeah, I, just, I can't do it. Like, I used to not be scared. Like, you got all those little pedalos and you jump in. I can't do it now. I think I've seen too many s- scary sea movies. We went to Greece a few years ago, pre-kids, and uh, I jumped in the sea because the sea was clear as, clear as glass. And um, I jumped in and I looked down. It was so deep. And I just thought, shark could get me here. So that's the, that's the type of that's, thought that's me it. that goes... Exactly. I was a bit like, oof. And, I'm like, and you like that feeling? A little bit. A little bit of, I don't know what's around me. Don't, you know. That explains a lot of why you're considering a third child. I <laughs> <laughs> love getting bitten. The, the unknown. Oh, fuels you. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I did swim back. And then I found an octopus. That was cool. What? There you go. You get to see things like that. Yeah. I like the idea of octopus. I don't... Love, love a calamari. Again, I'm not a not big fan. Maybe that stems from my fear of the sea. 
You just don't, don't like seafood because you don't know where, where it's been. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Jade. I'm, I'm with you, Jade. That sounds amazing. <clears throat> it's a great, great hack. I've got a, an issue. I say I've got an issue. Is it, the, <laughs> is it the monstrosity on your feet? The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> I don't know what to do about this certain situation with my daughter. So... From an early age, we tried to teach her, like before she went to nursery, like parts of pe- like people shouldn't like be touching all that sort of stuff. What the appropriate names are, all that sort of thing. Body parts. Body parts. Yep. And uh, it was like, oh yeah. And we talked about mummy's got boobies. She's well aware of that. Um, one thing she found really funny was slapping my nipple in the morning. Because obviously like if you sleep without a top on, she just found it really funny. I was like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> However, now she's approaching three and she still likes it. I think it's a bit weird. So she just comes in, first thing, little tap on the nipple. Yeah. So like, she'll, she'll come into our bed and like, we're just hanging out and then she'll just go. <laughs> and I've tried to be like, no, you can't do that. That's a bit strange. And she knows not to do it to mummy. Yeah, well. She says, I can't touch mummy's nipples, but I can touch daddy's nipples. Where have you got that logic from? Sexist. Exactly. That is not a quality. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Just I'd ask her to stop. <laughs> I have. I think what makes it worse is my wife consistently laughs. Well, so we're not. Can't blame her. We're not on the same front here. <laughs> so she thinks that I'm joking when I'm not. Yeah. No, that's fair. Well, I don't want it to happen. No, it's very funny. Is that her being nurse or something? And then you just slap somebody in the nipple. I'm not sure who would have their nipple out. <laughs> at a nursery, but... But anyway... i tell you what, though. If she slaps someone's nipple at nursery, they probably deserve it. <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah. Um, but the only reason I share that story is, one, I don't know what to do, jokingly. Secondly... Um, 
as I was getting her dressed yesterday for breakfast, as you do, she put her top on and then as she was putting her top on, she went, keeping my nipples nice and safe and put them down from any attack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is it a fresh new memory that she went in for the attack? She knows you're going to get her back. <laughs> There's, what was it called? Ret- retribution? Yeah. Retribution. No retribution here. No retaliation. Bang. But it's, it's like you want to be like open about what body parts are called and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it's also really awkward now. If we're going around now and she just shouts out about nipple. Yeah. Yeah. My nipples are safe. <laughs> exactly. Because kids will like tell people that they will. The most random thing. Yeah. Yeah. My little boy started to tell, not fibs, but he'll make up stories now. So I was in the shower today and um, he went, Daddy, have you ever been in a submarine? Well, I went, no, you went, I have. I said, yeah, I went in one with uh, Bobo, Zephy, Lucy and Matty. That's my sister and her family. Say it was Greenwood. <laughs> Where did you get this from? I said, what was it like? Did you go in the sea or in a, in a pool? Yeah, in the sea, yeah. <laughs> Where has he got that from? Not a clue. But he started to do it and he'll say, like, mm. Daddy, when last time, and I don't know where the last time, oh, I know where I was from, Buzz Lightyear. We meet again, Buzz Lightyear, for the last time. <laughs> you go, last time, when I was a baby, when I was zero, I did it. And he'll just make up a story. The other day, he said that the Hulk came into our living room when he was having cereal and smashed his bowl. Now, I don't know if that was a dream or if he's just making up stories, but every now and again, he'll just go, yeah, Daddy, last time when I was a baby, something that never happened happened. <laughs> That's so fascinating. I know, yeah. And he just makes up these stories and they're quite vivid. Wow. So, yeah. Either just a really good imagination or... Or some really vivid dreams. Yeah. But yeah, they they will uh, just reel this off. So yeah, you never know what she's going to say to people in Aldi. <laughs> That's funny, man. It's it's a bit awkward though, isn't it? Have you considered wearing a top to bed? Not at this heat. What about a vest? I don't own a vest. Do you know? No, I don't. See, I've got a vest, and I've got a bit of a problem with vests. So I've got a basketball jersey. Okay, yeah. Pretty cool. Jordan yeah. on the back, obviously. He'll be done. But I would describe myself wearing a vest as, do you know when you see a plastic bag stuck in a tree? <laughs> that is That is what I look like in a vest. So I can't wear them out. I can't really wear one out of the house. <laughs> but also, a basketball jersey, that's not the type of material you want to wear to bed. Oh, it's breathable. Oh, is it breathable? Yeah, it's breathable. Oh, is it so like I'd... a football top? No. It's it's probably a bit right, thicker. That's what I was imagining. Probably a little bit heavier, but it is breathable. And obviously, it's got no sleeves, so... It's brilliant on holiday. Wow. On a sunny day around the house. But... um. Yeah, I just can't wear it outside of the house, really. I have to invest. The twigs. Invest. Come on now. I'm all about that life. That's so, yeah. Unintentional. Hey, get yourself a vest. I'll try it. Keep the nipples safe. Keep the nipples safe. Keep the armpits free. Maybe that's what she's t- trying to tell me. You need to keep the nipples safe. Which, yeah, it's your own fault. Just need to be aware. Pull them away. So, I've got a, uh, I've got a bit of a daddy issue. Now, if you're a new listener to the pod... Every now and again, we like to discuss our daddy issues, which are the issues that we have currently as dads. Now, that can be serious, can be trivial. Now, this week, 
is just annoying. It's about your unbreathable footwear. No, it's our solution. <laughs> I don't want that solution. <laughs> so my little boy is in the dinosaur phase. All about the dinosaurs. So he likes to read books with dinosaurs in at bedtime. And the names of these dinosaurs. I just can't say them. So I'll be reading this book. And like, oh no, said Trudy the... And I'm like, try saw el, el, I'm like, oh no, said Trudy the dinosaur. <laughs> They're just so long. And like, how do you say them properly? I can't help you there. Do you not have this? Honest, not at the moment. It's so annoying. We've not got there. But what, what kind of books are, they, are you reading? Are they like kids' books? Are these like... They're kids' books, but they're ontologists. Oof. Well, they've got... So they're kids' books, but they've got like proper... It's not just T-Rex, Stegosaurus, Diplodocus. That's... Triceratops. I know. Triceratops. Three more than I know. So, the mainstream ones. Yeah. But like some of these... Do they not break it down? So in the back of one of them, there's a little one where it's got the name and it sounds it out for you. But most of them I've never seen. Does he remember them? So my nephew, he will tell you. He oh, and really? Was, yeah. So I like, he came around for a sleepover. I was reading this book and I skipped. I was like, oh, said the, and I said it just the one I could say. He was like, no. He's like, that one's not a Diplodocus. It's a Ankylosaurus. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then just moved on. But this, they're so hard to read. And they're so hard to say. Yeah. But I want to do the book justice, but also, I don't got time for that. Have you YouTubed it? It's a good idea. That's what I do if I can't pronounce things. Yeah. <laughs> Just YouTube them. Genuinely. So yeah, that's my, uh, that's my issue at the minute, is reading books where I can't say the words. That's a lot of books for me. <laughs> <laughs> Majority of books. So yeah, that's uh, a little, little trivial one. I do find it fascinating though, like the, I know we always talk, like, people always say that kids are like sponges. Yeah. But like the ability for them to retain such like focused information. Yeah. So like, at one point, I even last year, my daughter just turned two and we had like this Pokemon book from McDonald's. Just had a bunch of Pokemon in it. By the end of the day, she knew all of them. Yeah. And like, you could literally turn the page and she'd just tell you exactly what they are. I just can't do it now, but she's forgotten, but. She could deal with all the Marvel characters. So you go through a book, cartoon versions, real versions, she'd be able to tell you every single one. It's like her, she just hold, held on to that information. It's like, that must be really important to her. Yeah. I remember all of these characters. It just, just blows my mind. So she started with three and like they could hold that much information. At what, at what point do you lose that? Because I can't retain any information. <laughs> I know. What point do you lose it? And what useful things should I be teaching her now? That's the stuff they forget. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> when you need a week, go to the toilet. That's true. Can't remember that, can they? But is is there something that you can streamline this process into? Like, should I be feeding her, like, code? <laughs> I you going to say kale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I resent not knowing code, you know. Ah. Oh, chat GPT all the way. Chat GPT yeah. all the way. Or at least, like, should I, should I be exposing my three-year-old to ChatGPT? This is how to use an AI machine. Get ahead of the curve, love. Tell yourself a bedtime story. 
write me a bedtime story. Teach a man to fish, all that. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Marvel Ooh. and the Avengers, on the way here, so from the soft plate to here, yeah. my um, wife said, oh, I'm thinking about getting Luca some A-V-E-N-G-E-R-S books that can fit in a bag. And he went from the back of the car. Oh, yeah, I want some Avengers bags. And she just looked at me like, we're ruined. <laughs> Is that because he, he understands the spelling or have you used that so many times now? I don't know. I'm guessing he heard A and he's gone for Avengers. I think it's pretty clever anyway. It's clever anyway, but we were just like, oh, no. He can spell. <laughs> he's cracked the code. I'm not feeding him code. He's, <laughs> he's consumed it. He's spat it back out at us. <laughs> this, is, this is a random one. Are there any words that your children say where you know they can say it normally, but for some reason they've got a weird accent when they say it? So there's a particular word that Noah says all the time. And she'll be speaking normally, and then all of a sudden, it'll be like she's from South East London or something. <laughs> for example, at the soft play, oh, Daddy, can we go down the red sloyd? <laughs> down the sloyd? Go down the sloyd? She does say that as well. <laughs> but she can say slide. 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 It's funny that. Yeah, so last time. That's the one. And castle. Oh, really? Yeah, you'll say castle. I want to go on the bouncy castle. But it's bath. Kind of a bath. Oh, we, we've got that debate in my house all the time. Because my wife likes to put R's in words that don't exist. Well, yeah, but he only says it for those two words. Oh, really? So you'll say, can I have a bath? Or it's gone past. But then when it comes to... Last and castle, you'll say last and castle. Oh, interesting. Odd. That's very odd. But yeah, words that your kids say with a funny accent. Or yeah. they say wrong. So, for example, like Noah loves like the Gruffalo. Yep. But in the video version, the Gruffalo is like Scottish. Oh, yeah. So yeah. now when we're reading the Gruffalo, she tries to put on a Scottish accent. You'll look good on a slice of bread. And like she'll show bread. <laughs> It was really funny watching a two-year-old try to do an accent. Yeah. But she doesn't quite understand it's an accent. My mum's Welsh. And so when, like, Luca and our nephews do an impression of her, they just suddenly speak really high. So they go, hello. It's <laughs> like, so, not all Welsh people just have really... My mum hasn't got a high voice. She's got a very normal voice apart from the accent. But... Hello. You want a biscuit? <laughs> and they all do it. One thing I was, one thing I would like to pick up before we leave. I had a bit of a, I had a bit of guilt the other day, Ooh. but not dad guilt. Oh, just normal guilt. A little bit of normal guilt. So I was putting the kids in the car for nursery, and uh, put our son in, got all the stuff in. Our daughter was inside with um, my wife. Don't know why. I didn't forgot what relation she was to be there. <laughs> the connection. So our daughter was inside with our wife, and I went and got her. And as I was putting her in the car seat. Noticed she'd done a poo. Got, caught the stench. But our son is already in. All the stuff's already in. Getting a little bit late for work. I took her to nursery. With the pooing. And I said to them, I'm really sorry. I said, between getting ready and getting in the car, she's done a poo. And they said, oh yeah, I bet. We get that all the time. Really? And I, and I said, I, genuinely, I said, no, it not We believe it, but we do get it all the time. Who is sending? Who's thinking? Do you know what? I'm not dealing with this. 
Let's just send them to nursery and they can change it. I felt terrible. I'd say, is that, is that crossing a moral boundary? I don't know. And I said, and I said she went, honestly, it's fine. I was like, no, I need to explain myself. I'd already got him in the car. All the stuff was already in, running a bit late. And I said, I just, I need to, I want you to know that it was as I was getting her in the car that I noticed. And I mean, like, straps on. And all, like, it wasn't noticed in the house. It was in the car when I noticed. But that's, who is... Like before you leave the the house, oh yeah, we can survive a twenty minute journey here. Yeah, just like they'll deal with it. So yeah, I want to know who's doing that. <laughs> Who is? Who is doing taking that? their child to nursery with a full nappy already? Yeah, and if you're saying, or oh, they did it in the car, they know. I mean, there's every every likelihood they do do it in the car. Oh, we've had it genuinely in the car once. Yeah. And it was a different woman that said, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I think it might be a so different nursery as well. You're the re- repeat offender. I am. Yeah. There you go. You've probably answered the question. Who's doing it? Yeah, it's happened twice. <laughs> like kids like kids and toddlers. Like, do you need the toilet? You... No, she's leave. I need a wee. Yeah, classic. Yeah. And then next thing, you're holding them at the side of the road. So here's the thing. We've got a park literally at the, behind my house. So I went to the park the other day with Noah on the swings. I was like, all right, time to go now. She said, no, one more, one more time. And then she suddenly stopped and went, I need a wee. It's like, okay, right, let's go home. It's a, it's a three-minute walk. It's like, no, just just, just hold me at the side. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. It's not how it works. And just, she left it so long when she was so desperate. So she had a little bike thing, so I put her in that and just ran home. Yeah. And then when we got through the doors, she didn't urgently need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Waste. Waste of a run. Classic. Yep. Absolutely classic. Toddlers, man. <laughs> what can you do? Let <laughs> nurse should deal with it. Ah, nice. Oh, Jordan, I've had a lovely time in this episode. I've had a lovely time with you and your wonderful family today. Me too. It's been a, it's been a nice play day. Lovely play day. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> Ship advisor. <laughs> the Heron's house. We've got a bit of news. We've got a new email address. Oh, this is fancy. So if you want to get in touch, let us know. Have you ever sent your children to nursery with a poo in their nappy? Because you just couldn't be bothered. You can send us an email at our new email address, which is hello at parentingtools.co.uk. Oh, that's fancy. It's very fancy. But also, if you want to send a message on social media, at Parenting Tools Pod. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>